Come on, guard. Welcome, one and all, to another book review. And today I have for you Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. I came onto this book because I've been getting recently into the ultra marathons, into running. And so I thought, you know what, I'll get into this book that I've been recommended by a bunch of different sources. So this book was published in 2009 and it's the gripping story of an ultra race of maniacs. And I do mean maniacs deep in the Mexican Copper Canyon. So it's a bit of history. It's a bit of biography. It's a bit of science. And it's also a bit of Ad- adventure. So it's a, it's a book of a little bit of everything. If I had to compare it to something, I would say the style is very similar to John Ronson's, which I have reviews re- recently, where he will it'll be a, a journalist who actually goes out and he tries these like it's it's a it's a story involving him, but focusing on other people. But he can add his own observations into it. So I would say that is probably a good description of the actual book and I'm just going to dive straight into what, what it's talking about. So some of the themes, well, one of the themes is the lost art of endurance running and I guess the best way to go through this is why, why have we lost this? And it first starts with saying that humans are evolutionarily designed to run long distances and he makes a bunch of claims in this book about why that is. Maybe. I'm, I'm a bit uncertain on that. So, for example, he was talking about, you know, the reason that we are bipedal and we walk on two feet and therefore run on two feet is we were designed this way to be able to, to catch animals because we could, um, you know, it had stuff to do with our brain. It allowed us to do all these different things. And the problem with that, it was he, he glosses over it real quickly. And when people use evolution and science in that way without diving deep into it, I've become a little bit skeptical. Uh, Interesting, an interesting theory. However, I think there's other reasons why we we probably evolved to to get on two feet as well. But um, it still doesn't, I guess, like negate the fact that we, this is something that we can do. So maybe it's something we should do. And he was sort of arguing, I guess, why, this is a, a, a good thing and why most humans get some sort of pleasure out of this. And he'll look at some uh, particular humans in this. So, for example, the Tarahumara natives in Mexico who live in the Copper Canyon, as well as Kalahari Bushmen who practice a form of hunting called persistence hunting or endurance hunting. So, if you haven't heard of that, it's basically the idea that you, you, it's straight up savage that you run down an animal until it dies of exhaustion, more or less. So, w- over short distances, humans are incredibly slow. If you compare our one kilometer distance or speed, or even over you know, a couple of hundred meters, compared to deer, antelopes, lions, predators, or prey, we are incredibly slow. But if you start looking at over distances of 10k, 20k, 50k then you get into the idea that okay you know what we might actually have something going for us because we can there are some things uh, designed in us that allow us to um, out persist other animals so for example i think he was talking in the book that we can actually take two breaths in a single stride whereas most animals with the way they run their body crunches up in a, a sort of s shape type of or c c shaped type of thing which acts as a piston almost for their lungs. So it compresses the air in and out as they're running. This doesn't particularly happen for us. And so he was sort of saying how we can have a bit more control over that. 
and therefore we can run longer distances. Uh, the Tarahumara, the Mexicans, they don't do this persistence hunting. And, and so, yeah, so the animal will run away really quick, Then, but you just keep jogging after it. You reach it, it runs away again. And each time it runs away, it tries to recover its breath from, I guess, the sprint that it's done. But eventually it just can't handle that and then it will more or less die at your feet and then you can just kill it however you want. So that was an interesting theory as well as, and he was sort of applying this to, to most humans and saying, okay, this is what most humans should do because we have this in our ancestry. Um, Maybe not as strong as that, but he was sort of suggesting implying that. Now the Tarahumara, they do it for fun or at the very least where they live is incredibly mountainous and you know it's the jungle essentially so they're sort of forced to in a way because if they want to go over any distances they can't use cars they can't use uh, transportation that's been invented so they have to run and they seem to be incredibly incredibly good at running long distances and he's got some stories of how some westerners brought um, a couple of these tribesmen into into ultra marathon races back in the 1980s 1990s i think maybe even 1970s and these guys would just destroy everyone you know not training for it in particular just because of their way of living they were incredibly good at running long distances so the book also has i guess biographies of individual people so scott jurek who apparently is one of the best ultra marathoners ever he is just an absolute beast the caballo blanco so that's like the white horse it was a very strange gringo so a guy from the united states who had you know a very convoluted past and decided i'm going to move to mexico deep in these mountains and um and listen and learn the art of 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 how to actually run barefoot ted so this is like a and if an acolyte of the barefoot style so he was basically saying we should be running barefoot and there's no good reason for us to have all these fancy shoes and it's actually harming us and many other zany characters who all the no one in this book seemed to be exactly in their right mind the i think you have to to run a ultra marathon you have to have a little bit of something in you which is you know a little bit out there and i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just a very interesting thing so talking about barefoot ted the other theme is foot health and running injuries and so essentially it's we've been tricked we've been tricked people the the companies are out to get us and uh out to get our money in particular so feet are incredibly complex and the shoes are confining in essence was was the uh the message i got out from this and he talks about how nike and some other shoe brands do certain things where well their their whole creation as a brand was to a very good marketing ploy in the essence that they created an industry that wasn't particularly needed and then began to dominate it especially nike Uh, and they also have some other tricks such as they'll bring out an incredibly popular shoe for maybe like two years three years people love it and then they'll discontinue it solely for the fact that they hope people will buy six pairs of this shoe because they really love it and so, you know, make more money by selling, you know, more than a lifetime's worth of shoes to certain individuals and whatnot. So there's 
there's something to be said for that. I, I think uh, if you really think about it, the, the feet are incredibly complex. If you want to know more of that, you can listen to a conversation I had with James Duna and I think it was number 31, maybe number 30 um, with him. Uh, very interesting and he has a whole lot about why we should be using our feet more in different ways and getting going more barefoot and getting, I guess, uh, the the advantages of, of using those incredibly complex systems for example there's so many bones in the human foot there's so many nerve endings there's got to be a reason for this Uh, and so perhaps the minimalist and barefoot styles really do have some value and I'm more leaning towards that way myself I think I've always sort of thought that a little bit in the essence of if, if you if you look at the shoes with you know the Nike shoe with the bubble or the gel or the microchip sensor that adjusts and we're going to create the perfect comfortable thing and all this other sort of stuff for me that seems like overkill and it does I'm, I'm not surprised that so many people get injuries running just because it is incredibly taxing on the body and then if if you're doing that over long distances and you've got a shoe that alters your gait or changes how you run i could see how that would just have transfers going up through your body and whatnot so my own observations, uh, I think I need to be careful not to confuse engaging writing with dead set truths as well. So it's very easy to come away with interesting things, but they have been exaggerated. And so in the book, for example, and there's just a, an example, he talks about uh, one of these ultra marathon girls who uh, joins them in the secret race. So they basically create the secret race in the Mexican jungle to find out, you know, who's the best ultra marathoner. And they would sort of compete these Tarahumara natives against some of the best of the the Western elite at the time. And, you know, he's talking about this girl who comes along and she is just a, you know, dead set, drop stunning. She's going to be, she could be a supermodel if she wanted to, all these sorts of different things. And, you know, I looked up some photos of her and, you know, she's an attractive looking girl, but not to the extent that was made out in the book. And I noticed this with a lot of different things where he would exaggerate stories to, for me, probably past the point of of that I personally would feel comfortable if I was doing that. But, you know, he's a writer. He can do whatever the hell he wants. And there's a reason why, because it is so engaging. It is just going, whoa, this is super cool. I'm really interested in this. So, yeah, I think it's just... A note for myself to to be wary of when something is, I can tell something is exaggerated, not to then repeat it on myself uh, to others saying, yes, this is 100% truth. Running as well is is a mental game. And I, I personally thought probably before this that if you wanted to run an ultra marathon, you did, it was more the physical that you needed to to worry about. And obviously you do, you need to practice running long distances. However, it seemed that for for most of them, uh, and we're talking distances here, I think an ultra marathon is just defined as more than the uh, a marathon. So you, an ultra is you know forty three k's technically, but most of these people are running stuff in the range of eighty kilometers mat or, or more. So a hundred miles, that's one hundred and sixty kilometers, and there's there's ones which go even longer than that. So you know, sort of eight to 20 even more hours than that of of just straight up running and yeah it did really seem that every single person you know you can be as fit as you want but 
when you're running that sort of distance, when you're pushing yourself to that limit, you are going to have just problems come up no matter what. Your shoelace is coming undone. Your, the strap on your wrist is hurting you. Your, you get some blisters you've never had before and tiny ache in your right hip, which blows up to something extraordinarily painful. It seems to just go on and on. So it did seem to say that, yeah, you can practice and train for it, but these people... They're just very strong mentally at being able to overcome their own um, doubts, insecurities, worries while running to be able to to continue and just go on and on and on. So in summary, it's a, in a very uh, engaging tale of people pushing their limits. Uh, that will make you want to run. After reading this book, you're going to go, yeah, where's my shoes? I want to go out for a run. And this has been one of the first books in a while where I've had other stuff to do, but I've just kept on reading because I went, man, I'll just read one more chapter. This is really interesting. So uh, the the book Born to Run by Christopher McDougall, I'm giving it a seven and a half out of 10. Very engaging. Like I said, it's engaging probably because it is a little bit exaggerated, but you know, as long as you keep that in mind, it's a, it's a, it's a fascinating book about ultra marathoners, about running long distances and about crazy people in general. So what's something pragmatic I'm going to take from this? Well, I already have experimented with barefoot running. I tried that the pretty much one, as soon as I finished the book, I was like, all right, next run, I'm going to go. I'm going to try barefoot. And it was interesting. It was interesting. I think it's something I'll experiment a little bit more with. It hurts, but I could see how this could be beneficial. And to be honest, I just felt like a savage doing it, man. It felt really fun being running barefoot. So that as well as running without pressure and time limits and this is another one which i potentially struggle with which is i love data i love capturing you know the timing the pace aiming after thing i'm going to have this goal i'm going to really push after it and always having those expectations coming into a run whereas he describes in a book uh, you know the best people in this they they do the running for the love of running and they don't always time things and they don't always have these expectations of you know, this is going to be a really great run and whatnot. So I think that's something I should experiment with a bit as well because I am enjoying the running. It is something I am looking forward to. So maybe taking away that little bit of expectations will add something to it, will make me be able to train more without, you know, pushing, without feeling that that heaviness that sometimes does come from setting goals and, and whatnot. So that's uh, my pragmatic takeaway i hope you enjoyed this book review if you did wherever you're listening to it if you have the ability to to get a like a rate a comment that would be awesome if not uh, i hope you are inspired to to do some running yourself it is a a very good book for that and if you're looking for that additional extra step to get you out there highly recommended for that so that's it for today hope you enjoyed Karen out